all that double-mindedness, you come out. All you stunning, gross spirit of double-mindedness, you come out, 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 out. Everybody's cough. Let it out of there. All that double-mindedness, come out. Omega Man Radio has been commissioned to invade deep into enemy territory, drive out the hosts of hell, and take back the land. Our mission is to preach Jesus Christ, the Son of God, who is the only name written under heaven by which men might be saved, cast out demons, and pray for the sick that they may be healed in Jesus' name. If this program is a blessing to you and you would like to take part in this harvest of men's souls, join with us and attack the hosts of hell by donating any amount online at www.omegamanradio.com Are you ready? Ready to take a ride? Grab your coffee and strap yourself in. If you listen, I can hear God's plan. Because the show is about to begin. You're listening, you're listening to the Omega Man Radio Network. Mega Man Radio Network. This is a live program. Tonight we're going to have special guest John Kyle on from Montana. And uh, so I want to welcome everybody back tonight. I am still overseas, and uh, we're going to do uh, the programs uh, every night that we can. Uh, I'm not able to participate in the chat room because for some reason it kind of jams my computer up over here, my low connection, but uh, we do have it open. So I encourage everyone to participate in it. Let's get Pastor uh, John on the line. Stand by. Hello, Pastor John. How are you? Hello there, Brother Shannon. I'm doing there fine. Are. How are you? Yes, sir. Hey, doing good, brother. It's uh, Hey, I missed you last week. I was on the road, so we didn't get to do our program. Maybe it's been two weeks. I uh, think time's been flying. <laughs> yeah, but, time uh, goes fast sometimes, yeah. It sure does. But uh, people say, where's Brother Kyle at? We need some fresh word. So, uh, praise God. Glad to have you back on tonight. And uh, what's the Lord put on your heart for tonight? Well, several things. Uh, one thing the Lord put on my heart is uh, some people are just uh, living, uh, tolerating some things that they don't have to tolerate. Is what my what I'm getting is that uh, some people are just tolerating some things that they that are just troubling them, bothering them all the time. And the word I get from Jesus is they don't have to tolerate that anymore. Okay, that's what I'm hearing. So I want to just share something about life at toleration level. That's kind of be my title tonight. And I then we can uh, do some. Toleration level. level, yes. Okay, I'm going to update the show title. Well, uh, folks, before we get started, I'm going to have Pastor John open in prayer, and then I'm going to turn the microphone over to you. Well, I just want to thank you, uh, Brother Shannon, for having me on again. It's such a blessing to be able to share with those who are listening tonight. And 
And we'll go ahead and open up with prayer. Father, we just thank you for another opportunity to share your word and see the moving of your spirit uh, through the airways and into people's lives. And, Lord, we thank you for miracles tonight, signs and wonders of deliverance, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for hedge of protection around those who listen, and Brother Shannon and myself, Lord. We thank you that we're covered with the blood of Jesus and that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And the loosing of the blessing of the Lord is being released tonight in Jesus' name for the glory of God and his people will be blessed. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it. Amen. Amen. And, uh, Brother Kyle, before you get started, give out your contact information and tell people about your ministry. Okay, well, I've been a, a pastor for 27 years, been in deliverance ministry for 26 years, cast out thousands and thousands of demons out of people, and uh, our website Please is theoasisplace.org. Theoasisplace.org is, uh, is our uh, website. You can contact me through that. We pastor a church in Billings, Montana. Uh, Billings, Montana, the Oasis Church there. It's non-denominational. Well, praise the Lord. There's nothing like casting out demons in no, Jesus' sir. name and seeing people get uh, victory. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Well, brother, I'm going to give you the microphone. You take it. Okay. Well, thank you, Brother Shannon. Let's go ahead and take off into this and, and see what the Lord will say to you folks tonight. I, I believe it's something that will bless you in this. You know, whatever you tolerate in your life is, is what you're going to have to put up with. Think about that. Whatever you tolerate in your life is what you're going to have to put up with. You know, you tolerate pride, you're going to have to put up with reaping the results of pride. You tolerate fear, you're going to have to put up with reaping the results of fear. You know, too many people today is what I'm saying are just tolerating junk. They're tolerating demons. They're just putting up with demons, and they don't have to put up with it. If you tolerate poverty, you're going to reap the results of poverty. you tolerate unforgiveness in your life, you're going to reap the results. And on and on and on the list could go for many, many, many things. And some of you are tolerating or putting up with stuff that no Christian has to put up with. Why? Because you tolerate it. That's why. And let's, I want to read to you from Galatians 2, 4, and 5. And let, let's just see what they did with something came there that... They they didn't want to tolerate, okay? Let's see their attitude toward that. Galatians 2, 4, and 5. And that because of false brethren unaware brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty, which we have in Christ Jesus, that they might bring us into bondage, to whom we gave place by subjection, no, not for an hour, that the truth of the gospel might continue with you. Notice what it says here. They gave no place. I mean, they did not tolerate bondage. Listen, folks, we need to not tolerate bondage in the church, in the Christian uh, population today. We don't need to tolerate it, okay? They gave no place to it. They didn't tolerate bondage. It's like these false brethren that, that came in so so often in our lives. It's like the demons are trying to come in. The enemy's presenting something to our mind or into our lives via some vessel, whatever it may be, and we tolerate it. We give it place. You know, that word for giving it place, that place means iko in the Greek. It's iko, and it means to yield, to give place, to be weak to. Okay? Uh, let's, let's just uh, say, uh, in a sense, someone spoke something. Maybe, you know, we didn't see it as fortune-telling, but it was a word spoken and embraced. You ever uh, hear somebody say something and you just took that word and embraced it? You know, this is what happens so often. People take words and they embrace it. 
And this really, it's a form of fortune telling that people just grab hold onto and they receive that word, okay? And some are simple suggestions by demons through people. In fact, that's what most of them are, the simple suggestions that demons are just speaking out through other people and then you grab a hold and it plants in your mind and you begin to think about it. Maybe, let me give you some examples of it. Uh, you'll never reach 40. You hear someone say that or, or they might even say, I'm never going to get to 40. And you hear them say that about themselves and you grab a hold of it and say, well, mm, maybe I'm not going to get to 40, you know, and you began to think on it, think on it, think on it. You took that suggestion by a demon. Or you'll probably have a bad pregnancy. You know, I had one. You know, hey, that, you just grabbed a hold of that suggestion and a demon was able to plant that in you. Or, or, or you'll probably have an accident. You know, I always seem to have accidents or, or a car wreck or whatever. You know, these, these are just simple suggestions that people say during conversations. And, and look out, you know, if you embrace those, you begin to dwell on them, you begin to think on them, you're going to end up tolerating those things operating in your life. See, demons grab onto words and can make people dwell on them and set up their demise in their lives. See, if you dwell on the negative reports, then you're going to pick up demons to cause these things to happen. See, the more you dwell on them, because it is it is a form of disbelieving God, because what did God say? What did Jesus say? He shall give his angel charge over you, lest you dash your foot against a stone. He's going to surround us with his angel, see? Uh, here's uh, not my example, but another brother uh, gives this example about a young girl who went and, you know, uh, had her handwriting uh, and her hand lines interpreted. In the forecast, it was stated that she would be murdered in her 30th year. The, the girl began to tell her family, man, if I have to die so young, I want to enjoy my life to the full. So she began to become a prostitute and had several abortions. And because of her lifestyle, she became seriously ill in the 24th year, and she died of an ulcerated uh, colitis. Uh, uh, so uh, the doctor stated that she had ruined herself through her licentious living. And, and so what happened? Well, she took a word, and it became a fortune through the handwriting analysis and having the lines in her hand, you know, interpreted. And, and so look out, you know. If, this is an extreme case. Uh, but what I'm saying is just hearing a simple word from somebody. You just hear them talking in conversation, and a demon calls you to begin to dwell on that. And you dwell on that. And somebody maybe that's talking about cancer, you begin to dwell on cancer. Oh, cancer, yeah, man, I might get that too, you know. And begin to wonder about it, think on it. Before long, you picked up a spirit of cancer that began to work in your body toward that direction to bring you into that. There was another young woman who had, uh, this is not my example, okay, this is someone else's, but a young woman had her fortune told through palmistry, and the fortune teller informed her that in her 40th year she would die of cancer. Well, as it happened, the woman uh, was wasting away uh, even before she got to the 40th year because of that suggestion, and, and she lived under that delusion that she's going to have cancer. Okay, uh, another one. Uh, here of this brother who's given these examples, he said that uh, there was a lady that answered a door, and there was a gypsy woman at the door selling uh, uh, things for the house. And the girl refused to buy, you know, what the gypsy was offering. Therefore, the gypsy lady she snatched her hand in order to tell her fortune. And well, the girl said that she wanted to pull her hand away, but the woman used a psychological trick. She said, "Oh, well, that's interesting. You're going to marry within two years." 
Well, what girl would refuse, this brother says, to listen when the marriage is mentioned? She now willingly let the gypsy read her hand. Well, the gypsy told her several men will ask you to marry them, and you will marry the tallest one. In the first year of your marriage, you will become a mother. But I see the line, uh, lifeline stopped quite suddenly. You will die during the birth of your first child. Well, it so happened that, of course, several men came into her life, and the girl was already under the influence of that prophecy. And notice it could be a, a Christian prophecy, too, because a lot of Christian prophecies is nothing but fortune-telling, okay? Uh, they're not by the Spirit of God, and some of them are just flesh, of course. Amen. But demons will use them, okay, and, and can cause you to be brought under bondage by these prophecies that are so-called Christian prophecies, but they're nothing but demon prophecies or fleshly prophecies that demons will use. Well, anyway, during the first year of their marriage, she got pregnant. And as the time of delivery grew, grew closer and closer, her fear just increased and increased and increased, and she struggled against that prophecy. Well, her relatives and her husband tried to persuade her not to believe it, but they were not successful, and the young woman didn't have a strong enough faith to counteract that superstition. And, well, she had a normal delivery, but several days later she developed a high fever, and the doctor couldn't find any reason for the fever. But three weeks after the birth of the child, the mother became mentally deranged and was taken to the psychiatric hospital, and she died three days later, all because of a suggestion, see, all because of this suggestion into her mind and because of the occult, uh, you know, having a fortune told. Oh, just a simple little thing, and she didn't really want it to happen, but she let the gypsy do it and bought herself under bondage and had to had to suffer, Okay. Now, now here's another one. I'm just going to throw this one in while I'm talking about this because you know, uh, you know, many people who I've met over the years, they say they have the gift of foreseeing the future. You ever had anybody tell you that? As a Christian, I have, and they said that they they were able to see things before they happen, or something along those type of lines. You know, and and well, the fact is that in most cases, what happened is. There was an occult. Uh, there was occult activity in the family lineage somewhere, or even in their own life before they became a Christian. Okay, and and somewhere in the family line, someone uh, was operating in the occult, or there were occult curses of some kind. Well, this person got saved now. Okay, and they're saved now, and this is what happened. Maybe they didn't even know about this so-called gift before they were saved, but now suddenly they notice it perhaps through demons bringing it to the surface and twisting it, making them think this. This is what they began to think. And I've had, I, I really don't remember how many exactly that, that have told me this over the years, but a number of Christians have told me this same thing. And, and, you know, I recognize immediately what it is. But now they begin to attribute it to a gift of the Spirit. See, not, not a gift of the Spirit. Hello, these are occultic gifts. Uh, by demon spirits, okay, uh, and they begin to say, well, look, I have this gift. God shows me what's going to happen before it happens. Well, that wasn't God, okay? That's an occult spirit that you have, that you had before you were a Christian, and it didn't leave just because you got saved, and now it's operating through you as a Christian, and you're thinking, hey, I've got these gifts. These are spiritual gifts from God. Well, they're not either. They're demonic gifts. And they're, th they're not gifts at all. They're curses. And they're spirits that you need to get cast out of you. So you need to examine yourself if you're having something like that going on. And you say, well, well I'm a Christian now. Surely it must be the Holy Spirit. Not, mm -mm, most likely not. Most likely it was spirits from the past, okay? Well, I thought I'd throw that in there, too, because of what we're talking about here. Amen. Anyway, let me move on with this. So, the things we tolerate 
when they come, you know, they might seem innocent enough at first, but it's still slipping in to bring us into bondage, okay? Now, I want to read a scripture to you out of Song of Solomon because uh, uh, we're going to see something here I think that will help you. Song of Solomon, chapter 2. Uh, let's see here. Song of Solomon 2.15. Okay. Here we go. Take up, take us, the little, the, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Okay. Let's look at this. The truths of God and His words are like the tender grapes upon us that are growing in our lives. But little foxes slip in. They eat away on the truth and our liberties and our gifts until we we are just tolerating more and more little fox biting us and biting us, and the biting becomes a demon stronghold eventually, and the little foxes are demons that are in our lives, and they can, they can become habits, okay? Some Christians, some of these things that Christians tolerate, well, they get a little unbelief in there, and they get a little more unbelief in there, and then they finally get, after a few years, they get to where they don't believe anymore at all because there's a spirit of unbelief operating in them. Or lies. They begin to believe a lie about this or a lie about that. And before long, there's all kind of lies. Or they might tell a little lie here and there and say, oh, there's nothing wrong with a little exaggeration. You know, that fish I caught, it really wasn't six inches long. It was six feet long, you know, or something like that. You know, or habits, some little habit of overeating or, or you know, some little unclean thing of telling a dirty joke, an off-color joke or something. You know, thinking that that's okay. After all, you know, it's not that bad. And then a spirit of uncleanness comes in, or a spirit of nasty, or uh, a foul mouth spirit comes in. Or maybe a bitterness. You begin to get a little bitter uh, towards somebody in your fellowship group, or your church, or your, some other believer, or family member, or someone at work. And, and before long, it becomes not a little fox, but a full-grown fox that is biting you all the time, and it's messing you up good or unforgiveness, or fear, or poverty. The little fox of poverty starts to move in, and you begin to start losing more and more financially, and you wonder, where is all my money going? Where is my, why isn't my job paying enough? Why, why aren't my ends meeting? What, what's going on here? And before long, it's the big fox of poverty that's stealing, killing, and destroying you in your financial life. Or jealousy. Jealousy can just get bigger and bigger and bigger. You know how jealousy can work. Lust, you know, lust, that's another little fox that might move in little by little as you become you become a Christian and you begin to tolerate a little bit more what you used to tolerate before you were a Christian and a little bit more and a little bit more before lust becomes a full-fired fox and it's biting away in your life and you're still tolerating it and you don't need to be tolerating it. Or spoiledness, well, i got to have it my way, you know. Or uh, some other area like lack of humility or pride or becoming arrogant or a non-servant attitude. Remember, he that would be chief in the kingdom of God must be what? The servant of all. The servant of all. We, be, we, we Whoever wants to be the greatest must be the chief servant, not the one who gets served the most. Okay? Or alcohol. Well, I'll just have a little wine. You know, a little wine won't hurt me. We'll just drink with our meal every night. Surely that's nothing. And then you have a little more, and then you become inebriated, and, and on and on that goes. Or drugs. Take a little bit of prescription drug or a little bit of this to manipulate my mind, make me feel better. On and on that list can go, too, and you know where that can go. Deception, too. Deception is big in the church today. Those little fox 
boxes have been very successful at making people think that they have uh, that, uh, like I just mentioned, it's a spiritual gift when it's really a demonic gift. And and another area that so many are moving in today that they think it's God, and I'm not saying it isn't God. I mean, I had a dream last night. It said, "Your old men, <laughs> I'm not old, so well." Uh, anyway, your old men shall dream dreams. Your young men shall uh, have visions. Okay, and so I had a dream last night that I believe the Spirit of God gave me, but what I see is some people have a dream every night, and they're spiritualizing every dream, and they say, oh, this is God, he he must have meant this by this, and this by this, and this by this, and this by this, and, and before long, demons, the little foxes have moved in and, and are beginning to spoil your vine, to spoil your life, uh, and, and, and are giving deception in through your dreams, okay, or through, or through your visions, whatever it may be, young men or old, young women or old, whatever, okay? Rebellion's another one, okay? That moves in very subtly, too, and before long you find yourself in full-blown rebellion against God, and nobody can tell you anything. God can't tell you anything. Competition. Well, someone has more gifts than I do. Someone's more spiritual than me, and you know, I, I, I'm going to be the most spiritual. I'm going to be the top dog, you know, and that will move in subtly, okay, or self-rule. Anyway, you get the picture here. The list goes on and on and on. These little foxes will quickly spoil the vine and steal the precious fruit that Jesus wants to bring forth in your life, okay? Uh, so many things, so many things can come into that in, in that way, in that form, okay? And see, we all tolerate things that God says, I want you to deal with this, my son. I want you to deal with this, my daughter, in your life. But, God, I don't want to deal with it. You know, that's what we say so often. God, I don't want to deal with it. Well, do you like it, son, he said? Do you like it, daughter? No, but I just don't want to deal with it right now. Maybe later, God. Maybe later. You ever put God off? I tell you, that is not wise to put God off. When God wants to do something, jump on it right then. Let him do it. Don't resist the Holy Spirit. Don't say, later, God. Oh, I don't have time right now. God, I'm in a crisis. I'm in this situation. I'm in that. I don't have time. But son, daughter, I'm trying to get you uh, to, to the other side of this. I want you to be free. I'm trying to get you to your destiny. I'm trying to get you to your place in me where I can really work through your life more and more and more. See, if you won't deal with it, then the devil will hound you with it all your life until you stand up to it and with some Holy Ghost backbone, some Holy Ghost power and say, hey, that's enough. I'm not tolerating that anymore. I'm washed in the blood. I'm a king and a priest. And I have the power of God. And now I'm going to win here. and I'm going to win in Christ. Back off, devil. I cast you out. I'm going to press on. I'm going to press through. I'm going to get to the other side of this. I cast you out in Jesus' name. I break that curse. I break that suggestion planted in my mind. That's not going to happen to me. I don't receive that. You know, some of you just need to begin to say, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. You need to start saying that on a regular basis because a whole lot of things are being planted in your mind. And the moment it's planted there, you need to say, I don't receive that. I don't receive that. I don't receive that. That's not my, that's not my destiny. That's not for me. That doesn't line up with my Bible. That doesn't line up with what Jesus has planned for me. I don't receive that. I cast you out. I get rid of that thought, you know, because so many things just start out as a little suggestion in the mind, and you begin to think on it and think on it, and the demons will slip in, okay? They will slip in if you begin to dwell on it. You say, well, I'm a Christian. I can't have a demon. 
Well, I had this conversation with a pastor this week. You know, he said, "Oh yeah, I don't, I don't believe a Christian could have a demon." He said, "You know, uh, oh, they might be under oppression or something, but they, you know, but you know what? They don't understand body, soul, and spirit, and a lot of them won't listen because they're blind. You know, they can't get in your spirit because that's Amen. where Jesus lives. Okay, the Holy Spirit set up His home there in your spirit, but it's different for your body and your soul." They get in your body. See, if you're sick when you get born again, you're still sick unless God healed you, unless you have a miracle of healing. You know, if if you have a, a problem in your uh, mind when you get born again, you still have that problem in your mind unless Jesus healed your mind because the only part of you is born again is your spirit, okay? The Bible says the flesh and blood will not inherit the kingdom of God. And Paul said, no good thing dwells in my flesh. So that flesh is is not a good thing, okay? It has things dwelling in it that you need deliverance for, things dwelling in it that are ugly, the no good things there. That's where they abide in your soulish area, which is your mind, will, and emotion. That's where you have that bad temper. That's where you have that lust going on in you. That's where you have that uh, desire for greed, to be greedy, and to take, and to lie, and on and on and on the list goes. Okay? See, this is where we need deliverance. That's why you need the ministry of deliverance. No, a Christian can't be completely possessed by demons. No, because Jesus dwells in your spirit. But you sure can be under the influence, just like if you went out tonight and had you a bottle of wine, and you would be under the influence of that wine. Well, you know, everybody out there tonight probably under the influence of a demon, okay? And you need to get rid of that influence in your life. You need to get it cast out of there. And we're going to do some of that tonight in a little while. Hallelujah. Now, you're going to have to face these things that you tolerate eventually, okay? A lot of people are just saying, well, maybe it'll get better someday, and yet that someday never seems to come. It's still You're still tolerating it. Maybe my marriage will get better someday. Maybe this strife in my home will quit someday. Maybe she'll be nicer to me someday. Maybe he'll be a better husband someday. No, that someday never comes because you're not getting deliverance. You're just tolerating it. You're just putting up with it. See, a lot of folks would rather give up than face these things that they're tolerating. And I, I've seen that too many times, okay? I want to read a Another scripture from 1 Corinthians 15, verse 57. This is God's plan for you. And you need to embrace it. You need to grab hold and say, I receive that. You know, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Okay, We have the victory through Jesus. We can be free from demons. We can quit living life at toleration level through Jesus Christ. Okay, We can do that. All things through Christ. See, it's there in Christ Jesus. Victory is there. Victory is yours. I want you to have hope tonight. I want you to have hope. I want you to begin to see the end of that tunnel you've been walking down. I want you to begin to see the end of this tolerating this stuff and just putting up with this stuff. You know, God wants you to have victory. He wants you to come out of what you just tolerate and you just put up with so you can fulfill your God-given destiny in Jesus Christ. Because every one of you is called to something in this life and maybe many things in this life. You may be going through a lot today. You know, we all go through stuff, you know, in this life because it's not, not a beautiful world that we live in. I mean, it's a beautiful God's creation all, but there's, a, there's an ugly devil out there and that part of the world is not beautiful. So you're tolerating a lot. You're putting up with a lot. But let me tell you this. There is nothing too dead for a resurrection in Christ. Look at Lazarus. He was dead for days. He began to stink, embalmed perhaps maybe, you know, and the situation looked hopeless. Yet you know what? He came out of that death. 
He came out of that grave. Folks, there's no area of your life that you are presently tolerating that can't be resurrected to a new life in Jesus. And, and much of it will be done through deliverance okay, or through a healing or through you simply changing the way you look at life, through changing your attitude. You know, and realizing that, yeah, I've got some um, some things, some little foxes that I've been in agreement with that become big foxes in my life. They've become big strongholds, and I got I got to get rid of this. I got to quit tolerating this. I got to quit putting up with it. You know, uh, to a new freshness. You can step out of that to a new freshness. I tell you, you know, you go through a good deliverance session. It seems like everything's fresh. Everything's alive. Everything's clear. Everything's so peaceful. See, that's why you need deliverance. I can't count the times that people have told me, see, I feel such peace after deliverance, after they've been through a session. I feel so peaceful. Everything's so peaceful. Everything's so calm. And so you can be resurrected to a new life. Hallelujah. Through deliverance. That's wonderful news, folks, tonight. Everybody ought to say hallelujah. Thank you, thank you, Jesus. You know, a lot of Christians think today. Stink with their sorry attitudes. Stink with their unchristlike ways. Stink with their demons. Stink with their habits. You know, but it's not too dead for a resurrection. Just like Lazarus wasn't too dead for a resurrection. He stinketh is what his sister said. But Lord, he stinketh. Well, you know, we could say the same thing about us. You know, Lord, we stink. There's so much wrong with us. There's so much that we just stink so bad. We stink. We're dead in so many areas of our life. We have death operating instead of your life. But you know what? You're not too dead for a resurrection. And Jesus is the God of the resurrection. You know, our Father is the God of resurrection. But I've had repeated failures. Well, hello. You're not the only Christian who's ever failed. Failure is not final, okay? Repeated failures is not final. Why? Because our God is the God of the second chance. Our God is the God of the third chance. If you blow plan A, well, guess what? God has plan B. If you blow plan B, you know what? God has plan C. You know, he doesn't give up on it. So often we think, well, I only get this one chance, and if I blow it, then I guess I'm done for. And you know what? A lot of Christians are living in bondage today because they believe that lie. Is that you tonight? If you're living in bondage because you believe that religious lie that said, well, I've blown it two or three times now, and surely God never give me another chance. Hello, God is the God of the resurrection. He's the God of a third chance, a fourth chance, a fifth chance. All you have to do is repent and turn from that, and Jesus will restore you. He'll give you another chance. You know what? He's the God of love, and he is not willing that any should perish. So you can be delivered. You can be, even though you've had repeated failures, even though you might be in the middle of a big-time failure right now. But you know what? You can come out of that. You can come out of it. Why do we have so many failures anyway? Because we have demons. We have curses. We've received suggestions on our lives. We've received curses on our lives. Uh, We've inherited garbage. But, you know, so it was everybody since Adam. Hello? Everybody since Adam has needed deliverance. But, hey, God is merciful. You remember that? The Bible says the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. Remember the Lamentation 3:22 and 23? You know, I don't faint because the mercies of the Lord are new every morning. Why are they new every morning? Because we used up yesterday's supply and we need more mercy? No. No, he's telling us there's enough for every day. He's telling us that there's more than enough mercy for every day. They're fresh every morning for us. Let's go get our portion today of the mercies of the Lord. Let's go get our portion of deliverance today. Let's get freed up today. Let's get out of our failures. Well, how do I get out of my failures? How how do I get out of these things? Well, one thing you need to remember is that you're a king and a priest. 
Remember, the Bible says you're a king and a priest in Revelation. I want to go read another scripture out of Ecclesiastes tonight, Ecclesiastes chapter 8, because here's one maybe you didn't think of before. Where the word of a king is, there is power. You hear that? What did I just tell you you were? Kings and priests in Christ Jesus, right? That's what it says in Revelation chapter 1. Where the word of a king is, there is power. And who may say unto him, what doest thou? Where the word of a king is, there is power. Power over what? Power over demons. Power over darkness. Where the word of a king is, there is power. That means you have authority over those demons, those little foxes, you know, that, that have come against you, that have built up a household in you, that have stolen those little tender uh, grapes from you, those grapes and the fruit that has tried to set up their uh uh, fruit in your life of the fruit of the spirit, the fruit of the different things of God, you know, that have tried to work in there, but the foxes have spoiled you. They've robbed from you. They've stolen from you. But you know what? You're a king and you have power. Power for what? Power to see a resurrection. Power to see a turnaround. Power to see a new beginning. Power to see a change. Power for a new life in Christ. You know, power for a new hope for living again. Some of you need to just. Uh, start living again. Some of you need to put the past behind you, forgetting those things that lie behind. You say, well, you don't know what I did. You don't know the sin I've been involved in. You don't know the stuff I'm still going through. You know what? I don't have to know it. Jesus knows it. And you know what? He says, my blood's enough. My blood's enough. You're still a king and a priest. You're born again tonight. You're a king and a priest. And you need to begin to walk in your power. You need to begin to take authority over the devil in your life. You need to begin to start telling those demons that they're not going to be able to rule you any longer. You need to say, I'm not going to live life at toleration level anymore. I'm not just going to tolerate you anymore. You're not going to keep wrecking my marriage. You're not going to keep separating me from my husband or my wife and and cause division between me and my children. You're not going to steal my kids from me and make them ungodly little devils sinning out in the world. No, they're going to be the righteous seed of the righteous man or woman of God, which you are. Hello? You need to start seeing yourself that way. Go get in front of that mirror. Put put that mirror in front of you tonight and say, I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. I am born again. I have authority over demons, and they're coming out of me. Go ahead and tell tell that in the mirror to yourself. Get in front of that mirror. You come out of me, you foul devil. You're not going to stay in me. I have authority. I have the word of a king because I am a king and a priest. You get that mirror in front of you and start talking. You get in there and start talking to those things and tell them, you're, you're done in me. Your, your assignment is over. I'm canceling your assignment tonight in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, and you're coming out. Hallelujah. So you've got to be militant about this. You can't just be a little uh, tiptoe through the tulip pansy type of Christian. You've got to be militant Christian. You've got to be radical. You've got to be determined that you're no longer going to tolerate this stuff. Because as long as you tolerate it, you're going to have to put up with it. Okay? So start using your kingly power tonight. Begin to speak to your things that you tolerate. Okay? Those demons that, you know, oh, that say you'll never change. You're so messed up. You, 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 instead, you say, no, I'm changing. You're coming out. <laughs> I cast you out. You speak to Amen. that death wherever it is in your life and begin to speak life to your life. Remember, what did Jesus say, John 10, 10? Uh, the, uh, I am come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. Well, which one do you want? you want to just keep living in that stealing, killing, and destroying part, or do you want to start having that life? Well, I'm going to tell you some more about life in a minute. But you need to wake up from your death there. 
You need to wake up and begin to speak to that death and those demons that are bringing death to your life, death to your relationship, death to your marriage, death to your job, death to your finances, death to your physical body through the spirits of infirmity. You say, you come out of me in the name of Jesus. And if you need help getting them out, then, you know, call somebody or, or come get deliverance here in Montana or go to another deliverance minister in your area and get some help and then start casting them out of yourself. Once you begin to start getting them out, uh, then you can begin to do that self-deliverance, you know, and get those things out of you, okay? Get up out of that live uh, life at toleration level and begin to live in a new life, a new dimension where you can fulfill destiny, God's destiny for you, God's plan, that supernatural plan of God that he has for you. You know, you can make a difference. You can start over. I don't care how old you are today. Today can begin to be the first day of the rest of your life, and you can quit living in regretville and, and wishing I had a bill and, and wishing I hadn't a bill, you know, all of that. That's just death. That's just lies from the devil. Uh, you mean uh, get a new husband, a new wife, a new job, a new city? No, you can start new right where you're at. That's right. God can redeem the marriage you're in right now. He can redeem the situation you're in right now. And yeah, sometimes he may give you a new job or a new uh, place to live or whatever, you know. But when you relate correctly and you quit tolerating things, spirits in your life, wherever you live is not the issue. Life can begin anew right where you're at as soon as now. Hallelujah. It's up to you. It's up to you, brother. It's up to you, sister. Quit making your excuses. It's time to quit those excuses. So many people, they got that excuse demon. They need to cast that out. That's probably one of the first ones you need to get out of there, that excuse devil. Always have an excuse. Well, i, I got to do this right now, or you know, i got to make a phone call, or I don't have time to read the Bible. I don't have the time to press into God right now. No, I don't have time for deliverance right now. Well, I'll get it next month or next week or next year or when I get a chance to go to Montana or when I get a chance to see Shannon or whatever. You know, come on, come on, come on, come on. Hello. It's time you face yourself. Time you deal with that excuse mentality. Amen. God has chosen you in spite of your failures. He wants to use you in spite of what you're carrying around tonight, in spite of those demons that you still have in you. You know what? He'll still use you in spite of what you've tolerated. It's time to be who you're called to be. Hallelujah. It's time for a resurrection of the real you, not the demon influence you, the God kind of you, the one that has the uh, Zoe life of God emanating up out of its spirit which is your heart of hearts, the king in you. Rise up and come out of that stink. You know, quit being a quitter. You know, it's time to be a winner and be a, because that's what we are declared by the Scripture to be. Like it or not, you're in this game, okay, and you're going to play it till God says you're done. And if you're still sucking air tonight, that means you're still in the game, okay? And, and if you're still in bondage tonight, that means you need to get, get rid of that bondage. We need to cast that out of you tonight. Okay? You need to get out of agreement with it. You need to let your faith rise up to the level where you say, yes, those demons do have to leave me. I really do believe that life can be different. I really do believe I don't have to keep tolerating those spirits anymore. And he hadn't said that it's over yet, so you need to run in this race. Run in the race that is set before you. Run, 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 run. Be encouraged tonight. 
I want to feel like you need an encouraging word tonight, and I'm giving you an encouraging word by the Spirit of God. It's time for you to run. It's time to lift up those hands that hang down. Time to lift those hands up and begin to worship God again. It's time for this new year, this, this new year to be a year that you have victory, not another life at toleration level year. Just put up with it. Hallelujah. You know, I'm just going through it again. Well, you're going to go through it until you get that demon out of there. Hello? You need to speak to that demon today. You need to use Amen. the word of a king. Don't just tolerate it anymore. Quit that. Stop it. Stop dwelling on it. It's your time. It's time now for a new beginning. This is a new year. Why not begin anew? Don't make New Year's resolutions that you can't keep because the demons won't let you keep it anyway. You go through that every year. No, it's time to get some victory in your life so you can walk into a new place in God where you're going to become more uh, uh, anointed, more successful in the things of God than you were last year. And that's going to be through the ministry of deliverance, part of it. It's time to start getting deliverance now. It's time to live a deliverance lifestyle. Are you living a deliverance lifestyle? I am. What is that? That's a life of ongoing deliverance, a life that doesn't tolerate demons. When they're discovered, you go after them with a passion, with the word of a king, with the word of authority. You and King Jesus, out of me, you foul thing. Out of me. I break your grip on my mind, my flesh, my family, my job, my finances, my health. You get out of me. See, that's a that's a, a a life of ongoing deliverance. That's a life of deliverance lifestyle, and that's the way we need to live our life on this earth because we're living in a dark time. Okay, so quit tolerating, just putting up with demons. Yes, yes, you're in bondage. Everybody's in bondage to some degree, but admit it until you get deliverance. That is, and get those things out of you. But admit it. Okay, I got some bondage here, and then go to war. The war of the spirit, spiritual warfare. Break out of the plan that demons have for you into God's glorious plan. Remove the squatters. It's time to get the squatters out. You know, they're trespassers and they're usurpers and you're on your property, God's property, okay? You belong to Jesus, but uh, that flesh and that soulish area, you got squatters in there. You got barnacles on your boat. They're hindering you from flowing through the waters of life. They're, they're trespassers on your land that are stealing all the life out of you. They're keeping you from flowing in the Spirit. It's time to get those trespassers out of there. Go get your shotgun out and go blow them things away in the name of Jesus. Blow them off of your property in the name of Jesus. By the Word of God, the blood of Jesus. And declare all-out war on whatever you've just been putting up with. What are you just putting up with? A little strive won't hurt me, or a little bit of lying, a little bit of lust, a little bit of misery, a little bit of everything breaks down all the time. Well, I just guess that's just life. I guess that's what I just have to put up with. Live, live, live of the devil. You're just taking those suggestions and buying into them and believing them. Does it line up with the Word of God? Does it line up with what Jesus says? I'm come that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. Well, if it doesn't line up with Scripture, then why do you keep tolerating it? Why do you keep putting up with it? Why? Well, I just, you don't understand. I just have to have a miserable marriage. I just have to have all these problems in life. Oh, well, give me the chapter and verse for it. Okay, you're so smart. Give me the chapter and verse for it. Okay, 
Show me where Jesus says you have to have that miserable marriage all the time. Show me where Jesus said that you have to just barely get by, just barely trying to make it today. Oh, you know what? You don't even live in the world system. If you're a tither, if you're in the kingdom of God, you don't live in the world system. You don't live in that economy. You live in God's economy. And in God's economy, things are different. Okay? But God's economy, it says, give and it shall be given unto you. Not hoard it all up and I'll have more. No, it says just give. And you'll be blessed beyond, you know, uh, uh, all that you can think or ask is what the Word says, okay? So declare all-out war on whatever you've just been putting up with. Deliverance and warfare needs to become a way of life, not just a one-time event. Well, I think I'll go get deliverance tonight, and uh, and I'll be done. No, no. <laughs> it's going to have to be a way of life. You're going to have to live a deliverance lifestyle. You're going to have to live a life of spiritual warfare. If you're going to be an overcomer in this hour that we're living in, we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. What's the word of our testimony? The word of our testimony is the word of God and what God has done in our lives. We're going to overcome through the blood and the word of our testimony, what God's done and, and, and what the word says, which in, he said in Mark chapter 16, in my name you shall what? Cast out devils. Okay, That's part of the word. That's part of our testimony is casting out devils. See, we're in dark days today. And deliverance brings in the light, okay? It brings in the light. Because when darkness leaves, what happens? Light must be allowed to come in. If you're a believer, when darkness goes, then we can fill that area with the light, with the Word of God. You know, my words uh, bring light, a light unto your, what is it, a, a light, a lamp unto your feet, a light unto your path. I forget how that goes in Psalms. But, you know, that's what will happen when we bring the Word in in place of those demons. And that darkness leaves, and there's light in there. It's bright in there, and we can begin to see. We can begin to think, and that confusion leaves us. And we can make sound decisions. We can know where we're going in life. We don't have to wander around in this uh, purple haze or some kind of dazed mind where we don't really know whether we're coming or going or what we're doing in life. And so many people live in that state today, and some of it's through, you know, just the stuff that's put on us throughout our whole lifetime, and some of it's demons. Okay, some of it is just the pollution and and, and through our food system and through our uh, medical system and on and on and on. But uh, a lot of it just demons that we need to get cleared out of our head. Okay, remember the word says we will shine brighter and brighter until that full day, brighter and brighter and brighter until that full day. You know, deliverance can make your life brighter. Okay, your mind clearer. You can think clear. You can think straight. You're not off kilter, you know. Uh, one, when you begin to get uh, deliverance, you won't be off kilter in some area of your life. And uh, so you need to get deliverance tonight. You need to jump in here right now as we begin to cast these spirits out and open up your mouth and get those things out of you, okay? So, uh, Brother Shannon, uh, that's, uh, that's what I had to share on toleration level, but I'd like to... Uh, Going to a mass now, or we can uh, take a break. Whatever you want, I can go right into a mass, and we can do some deliverance. Are you there? <laughs> Might have got disconnected, but anyway, we're going to go in to do some mass deliverance here. Okay, uh, I'm ready. I hope you're ready. Okay, I want to pray a prayer, and I want you all to just repeat this prayer with me tonight. Okay, so if you just repeat this with me, say in the name of Jesus. I command every spirit that is not the spirit of God to leave me now. 
I cover myself and my family with the blood of Jesus. And I break every curse over me, spoken curses, witchcraft curses, any kind of curses. I break those curses over me now in Jesus' name. And I command the spirits that enforce the curse to leave me now. Okay? So you have to go. You hear that, spirits? You've been given an announcement. You're losing your house. You have to come out. You can't stay any longer. Okay? So you're going to have to come out tonight. Now, important, too, if you're not born again tonight, we should take a moment so you can get born again. If you're not born again, I want to be sure that you have Jesus in your heart because if you don't have Jesus in your heart, you know, when you get around delivered, you might pick up more spirits. Okay? But if you have Jesus in your heart, you're not going to pick up any more spirits, okay, when deliverance is going on if you're covered with the blood. So I would encourage you tonight to ask Jesus in your heart right now. Just say, Jesus, I believe in you. I believe you're God. I ask you to forgive me for my sins. Forgive me for my failures. Wash me in the blood of Jesus. I believe that you died on the cross for me 2,000 years ago. Now I've asked you to, to come in and live in me. I give you my life, Lord. From this day forward, I'm yours. I belong to you. I believe in you. You're my God. All right, now if you've done that, you're ready to start getting delivered. The one reason I don't do much deliverance on unbelievers unless they're ready to get saved is because the spirits just come right back. In an unbeliever, they just come right back. If I cast the spirit out of an unbeliever, they come right back. If they do go, a lot of times they won't go at all. But if they do go, they come right back because they don't have anything to fill the house with. And so the guy will just go get seven more spirits and then come be seven times worse, you know. <laughs> but you, as a Christian, you can fill your house. You can fill it with Jesus, with the Word of God, and they won't come back seven times worse. Okay? Hallelujah. <laughs> Some of you need to say hallelujah. Some of you need to say praise the Lord. Some of you need to worship God. It's been a while since you've worshiped God. Maybe when we're done tonight, maybe you just need to sit on your bed or on your couch in your living room, lift up your hands and say, I worship you, Jesus. I praise you, Jesus. I thank you for my liberation. I thank you that this year is not going to be like last year. It's going to be a better year. Hallelujah. It's going to be a year of deliverance for me. I'm going to get free from bondage. I'm going to get free from living life at toleration level. Hallelujah. 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 Okay, let's go ahead and get into deliverance now. Let me give you this little basic instruction here. When they come out, they usually come out your mouth. Yawn, burp, sigh, cough, you know, something like that. Or just breathe them out, you know, as a simple little breath out, you know, because the word for spirit is pneuma, which means air, wind, breath, okay? So uh, generally they come out your mouth, although you may feel tingly and hot in your skin as they come out through your skin, the pores of your skin sometimes. Okay, they might come out the top of your head. Your head might get hot. They come out your head, okay, but generally the mouth, okay? So sometimes you might want to have a little Kleenex around so some phlegm will come up out of your throat too sometimes when you're doing deliverance. That's normal. Me, when I get delivered, I yawn and my eyes water up, and that's that's what I notice when I'm getting delivered. Okay, other people, they cough the whole time. Other people cry. The spirits come out when they cry. You know, other people burp, you know. 
and I can't count the women that have burped when I did deliverance, and they would just burp, and, oh, excuse me, excuse me. I said, don't worry about it. Just get the demons out. It doesn't matter. You don't have to have any, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, courtesies in deliverance. Just let them get out of there. Uh, just let them get out of there. Etiquette, whatever that word is for, uh, you know, manners. <laughs> in deliverance, uh, you know, just let them out, okay? All right, let's go ahead and deal with some of this tonight. You ready? Hallelujah. All right, here we go. Let's deal with some of this uh, this uh, stuff that just holds you back. Bitterness, in the name of Jesus. We break the curse of bitterness. All bitterness, you just come out, 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 out. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. All those bitter spirits. All those bitter spirits. Well, life has just been dealt me a better blow. Well, you come out of there. You're a liar. That bitterness doesn't have to stay there anymore. Like I said, today could be the first day of the rest of your life. Hallelujah. All that bitterness come out of there. All that bitterness come out of there. 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 In the name of Jesus. All that bitter spirit. All that root of bitterness. We pull you up. We send the mighty warring angels in in the name of Jesus, which have been sent to us to work for us because they're those that work for those that are heirs of salvation. Go in Jesus' name. Come out of there, bitterness. All that bitterness, we pull you up out of there in the name of Jesus, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out of there. All that bitterness, go all the way out. All that self-hatred, you go. All that self-hatred, come out. I just don't like myself. You don't understand. I just can't stand myself. Well, you come out of there. You're a liar. You're a liar. You come out of there with that bitterness. Come out, self-hatred. Come out of there, self-hatred. I bind you. I break your grip in Jesus' name. All that self-hatred, you come out of there now. All the way out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All that self-hatred. All that unforgiveness. You come out of there, that unforgiving spirit. Well, you don't understand. I hold grudges. Well, give me the chapter and verse for that. If you hold grudges, you just invited more demons in. All right? So you got to let go of it. you got to forgive them. And, yeah, maybe you don't want to, but just say as an act of my will, I choose to forgive that person who abused me, that person who hurt my feelings, or whatever it may be, that unforgiveness. You come out of there. Come on, all the way out. All those unforgiving spirits, you come out, 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 all the way out, unforgiveness. You have to go. I break that curse of unforgiveness. Come out of there. All the way out, 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 all the way out. Jesus' name, come out of there. Out, 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 out of there. Up and out of there by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Yes, you will. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. Everybody cough two times. Yes, that helps get them moving. Come on, all the way out. Take a deep breath. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Come on, up and out of there from the roof. We pull you up out of there in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. You have to go. All that resentment, holding resentment towards somebody. You come out of there. All that resentment. You come out, 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 out. All the way out. Come on, up and out of there. Out, 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 out. All that resentment. Oh, but I'm so hurt. You know, I just have so many hurts. You don't know how hurt I am. Well, let get let go of that hurt. Okay, let Jesus deliver you of it tonight. All those hurts come out of there. All that deep-rooted hurt. 
hurt by loved ones, hurt by preachers, hurt by other Christians, hurt by people at work, all that hurt by spouse, by mate. Come out, 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 hurt by boyfriend, girlfriend. Come out, 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 hurt by your children. Come out, 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 Jesus' name. All that hurt. All that hurt. You have to go by the blood of Jesus right now. Come on, all those hurts. Come out of their hurt. All that hurt has to go by the blood of Jesus Christ. Come on up out of there. Come on up out of their hurt. You have to go all the way out. All the way out. Yes, yes, yes. Let uh, let the Lord go in and heal it. Once the Spirit comes out, let Jesus heal that hurt. Let him pour on the healing balm into that area of your life. Because he loves you. He wants you healed up. He wants you full and complete in him. Come out, 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 out. All that hurt, you have to go. All that hurt, you have to go by the blood of Jesus. Come on out. Out, 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 out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. All that hurt has to go. All the way, all the way, all the way, all the way, up and out of there. All the way out. All those hurt feelings, all that hurt, all that emotional damage. Come on out. All the way out. Emotional damage. Come out, 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 out. All that memory recall spirit that keeps recalling how bad it hurt. All that memory recall, it keeps recalling the event just like it just happened. That's a spirit of memory recall. Always bringing it back, bringing it back so fresh, just like it just happened. Oh, they just hurt me so bad, I just feel it like it just happened again. You come out of there. You're a liar. You come out of there. That memory recall, come out. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, memory recall. Go, go, go by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, all the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way, yes, all the way out. You have to go, all the, all that memory recall, all that memory recall, all that spirit of strife. We've been talking about marriage a little bit tonight. We just break the spirit of strife in marriages. Come on, all that strife. You come out, 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 spirit of strife, all that strife, spirit all that strife. We bind you strife. We break the curse of strife. We command all strife to go in Jesus' name. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Come on, all that strife. You have to go. All those spirits of strife. I bind you. I break your hold. You have to go, strife. All that marriage-breaking spirit trying to bring you into divorce. All those marriage-breaking spirits. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All those marriage-breaking spirits. Come on. Come out of there. Come out of there. Come on. All the way out. By the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Marriage-breaking. Come out. Come on. Marriage-breaking spirits. Have to go. All the way out. All the way out of there. All the way up out of there. Marriage-breaking spirits. Come out. Come out. Divisive spirit. Trying to divide the home. Separate you from your wife. Separate you from your husband. Come out of there. Come on. Up out of there. Up out of there. Come on, all the way out. Out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus. Cough a couple times. Let him get moving. All the way up out of there. Marriage breaking. Divorce spirits. Come out. Drive spirit. Come out. Divorce spirits. Come out. Come out. Marriage breaking. Come out. Destroyer spirits. Come out. Come on. The marriage destroyer. Come out. Come out of the marriage. Come on. Divide, divided spirit. Divided. You know, the uh, the Bible tells us if we're divided, we're going to fall. 
but it united will stand. The same true in marriage. It says in Proverbs, a threefold cord is not easily broken. Well, there's one, there's a husband, there's a wife, and who's that third fold in the cord? Well, it's Jesus. A threefold cord is not easily broken. You know, I use that when I do uh, weddings many times. I say that because people need to know that without Jesus at the center of their marriage, they're not going to have much hope of staying together. They're not going to have much hope of having a good marriage. See, the threefold cord not easily broken. See, so we just break the power of the spirits that try to separate you from Jesus, separate, destroy marriages. You come out of there. Come on, all that separation spirit. Come out. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there. Go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come out of there. Come out of there now. Come on, all the way out. All those marriage breaking, divorce, divisive, separating, destroyer spirits, marriage destroyer, divisive spirits. Come out, 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 out. Out of there, out of there, all the way out. We break the curses over marriages today from witches and warlocks and uh, those who would curse marriages, those who may be jealous of your marriage. We break their curses. We break all witchcraft over marriages today. Come out of the marriage. Come on, come out of the people that are married here that we're talking to tonight. Come out, 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 all the way out, all the way out, all the way out. All the way out, all that condemnation. Somebody's had a divorce. That's saying, "Well, you know, I'm I'm so unworthy. I I've had a divorce. I I don't think God could ever use me again. I don't think that you know that I can be anybody in the kingdom of God because I I'm divorced. Uh, what a lie! What a religious devil lie! Hello, that's a religious devil lie. Tell me, is divorce? Did God ever say divorce is the unforgivable sin? Huh? 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 I don't think so. I don't think so. Hello, give me the chapter and verse for that one. Divorce is not the unforgivable sin. Sin is sin. Sin is sin. Lying is sin. Divorce is sin. Right? Lying is sin. Divorce is sin. Lust is sin. Sin is sin. And the blood of Jesus cleanses from what sin? Everything but divorce. Right, brother? No. Hello. All sin, the blood of Jesus cleanses from all sin. That's the problem with religious people. They put levels on sin. Well, I don't gamble, and I don't associate with those who do. Uh, Yeah, but you sure gossip. (laughs) You sure slander people. You sure have that prideful religious devil on you of spiritual pride that you need deliverance, religious person. Sin is sin. You quit judging people for the sins that they do that you don't do because you're so pious and religious. Come on now. You need deliverance. We bind that religious spirit. You come out of there all the way out. But let's deal with this condemnation right now. You've had a divorce. It's not the end of the world. God's forgiven you. Now you need to move on with your life, okay? Come out of there. All that condemnation, all that guilt, you come out of there right now. All that condemnation, all that guilt, over having a divorce, while well, you're second class, you're terrible, you had a divorce, you can never be used in ministry again, God can't use you, that's a lie, hello. Now you come out of there right now, all the way out, 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 all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there, go, all that condemnation, go, all that guilt, come out, come out. Come on, all that religious guilt, all that religious projections have been projected onto you. Come out of there, 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 out of there. Come out of there. All the guilt spirits, all that condemnation. Come out, 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 out. All the way out of there. 
all the way up out of there. In Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus, you have to go all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there. All that condemnation, go, all that condemnation, all that guilt. All that guilt over your failures, guilt over your faults, guilt over your divorce, guilt over you just can't seem to get it together. You come out of there, all that guilt. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. Come on, all the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Jesus' name. Jesus' name. Oh, I think the Lord's saying I need to deal with some sexual spirits tonight before I, I move on here. I, I'm just hearing that in my spirit that uh, some of you want to begin the new year free in that area. Okay? So we're going to deal with sexual spirits for a little bit here. We just come against that spirit of lust right now. That spirit of lust. Come out. Come on. All that spirit of lust. All that spirit of lust. Come out, 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 out. Command that spirit of lust to come out right now. Go. All that lust. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come on. Come up out of there. All those lust spirits. Come out. All those lust spirits. All those lust spirits. Come out of there. All the way out. I break that curse of lust. I break that curse of power of lust over the mind. You come out of the mind. All the way out. Pornography. Come out. Out, 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 out. All that addiction to pornography, spirit. Come out. Addiction to pornography. Come out, 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 out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Come on out. All that addiction to pornography. Come out. Come out. Come out. Come out by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Come on out of there. Come out of there. Come out of there. Come out of there. All the way out by the blood of Jesus. You have to go. Addiction to pornography. Internet pornography. Well, I could do this in secret. Nobody has seen it. Yeah, well, hey, give me the chapter and verse for that. Okay? You come out of there. Come out of there right now. All the way out by the blood of Jesus. All that pornography. All that fantasy in the mind. Fantasy in the mind. Look at it. Having fantasies about these sexual encounters or finding this Mr. Right. All that fantasy in the mind, spirit. You come out of there, fantasy. Come out of there, fantasy. Blood of Jesus against you. The blood of Jesus against you. Come out of there, fantasy. All that fantasy lust. Fantasies in the mind. Fantasy spirits. You have to come out, 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 out. Take a deep breath. Let it out. All the way out. Cough a few times. <coughs> All the way up out of there. Come on. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out by the blood of Jesus, 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 all the way out, all the way up out of there. Come on, all the way out. Masturbation, you come out. We break the curse of masturbation. We break the grip of masturbation. We break the control of masturbation over your life. We break the addiction of masturbation. In Jesus' name, all masturbating spirits come out, 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 all the way out, all the way up out of there. Go, go, by the blood of Jesus, 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 all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there. Come out, 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 out. All the way up out of there. Come out. Come on. All that masturbation. You have to go. Have to go. That unclean spirit, sexual uncleanness, come out. You always feel dirty all the time. Feel dirty, especially after you've uh, engaged in that spirit 
whatever that spirit is calls you to do. Okay, come out, or that you've given in to it causing you to do. Come out of there. Come on, all that uncleanness, sexually unclean spirit. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, sexual uncleanness. Come out, sexually unclean spirits. Come out. Come on, all the way out. <coughs> Cough it out, all the way out. All the way out. Yawn real big. Let it out. All the way out. All the way out. Up and out of there. All that unclean spirit. All that nasty spirit. All that unclean spirit. Come out, 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 out. You don't have to live this year in sexual bondage. You don't have to put up with those spirits anymore. You don't have to continue in that same old habit pattern that you did in 2010. Hey, 2011 is a new year. Well, you let it be a new you. Through deliverance. Hallelujah. Come out of there. Come out of there. Come on, all the way up out of there. Keep coming out. Keep coming out by the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. All the way up out of there. You come out of there. You have to go. You have to go. You have to go. In Jesus' name. By the blood of Jesus. All those sexual spirits. You have to come out. Sexual uncleanness. All the way out. Incubus, succubus, and some of you having these spiritual visitations in the night. You come out of there. Yeah, you're getting, uh, having orgasms in the night or whatever it may be. These spirits are manipulating your body in the night. We just command those spirits of incubus and succubus to go right now. Incubus, come out, 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 out. We break that curse, that sexual curse through the occult. Anytime people are in the occult, they tend to have sexual spirits of some kind, okay? Sexual curses in their lives. If they've ever been or the generations have been, familiar spirits have been, you know, I mean, family has been, and they cause the familiar spirits to come on down to you, you know, and down to generations until it's broken. So we just command incubus, succubus to go, 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 out, 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 all the way out, all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there, all the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Go, 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 go. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. Hallelujah. Yes, you have to go. Every one of you. Yes, every one of you. File out of there. File out of there. By the blood of Jesus. All the way out. We break those night visitation curses over your body, over you right now. No more visitations in the night. In Jesus' name, by those demons manifesting in the night season. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. We break your power. Break your grip on these folks. You come out. You come out of there. All the way out. In Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Go, 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 go. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Yes, incubus, succubus, you have to go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Take a deep breath. Let that out of there. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All Yes, all the way out by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. All the way out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. All the way out, that hopeless spirit, hopeless, just hopeless that things will ever change. Uh, you're just going to have to continue tolerating it. All that hopelessness, you come out, you're a liar. You come out, you make them feel hopeless. Come out by the blood of Jesus. All the way out, all that hopelessness has to go right now. Come out, come out, 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 out. All hopelessness, come out. Yeah, that's right, I'm talking to you. You've lost your house. They don't belong to you anymore. No more, no more, no more. Yeah, hit the road. You can't come back no more. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. Come on, up and out of there. 
all the way out, all the way out, 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 all that hopelessness, all the way out, all that hopelessness, feeling hopeless, feeling like I don't think it'll ever change. It's just been this way for so long. Well, that's just a lying little demon talking to your mind. You don't have to put up with that. Don't put up with it. Give it the word of the king, remember? Hello. Give it the word of a king and get the victory. Hallelujah. Come out of there. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All that hopelessness. Go, go, go. By the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. All right, I want to. I think I've lost Brother Shannon, but he told me just go on if it happens because, uh, you know, he's still have, uh, overseas right now. So uh, that might happen. He said it might. So I'm just going to go on and, and do what the Lord has for you folks tonight because, you know, I, I wouldn't be here if I didn't care, okay? I care for you all and I uh, want to see you free. I want to see you have hope in your life. I want to see victory. I want you to go out and cast out some devils too, you know. Once you get these things out, you can go help somebody else. Doesn't that sound good? I think so. I think that's what we all ought to be doing. You know, once we've had a measure of deliverance ourselves, then we need to go start doing something for somebody else, you know, that's in bondage in some area. Hallelujah. I want to talk a little about a little bit more uh, about uh, another area, uh, stunted growth. Are you having stunted growth in your Christianity, stunted growth in your Christian life? You know, how many of you believe that until Jesus comes, Christians should keep growing and learning? Well, I do. I believe we need to grow and grow and grow in grace. In fact, that's what the Scripture said, grow in grace. So we need to be growing. We need to be growing until Jesus comes, okay? Not just sitting back and sit, waiting for some rap, secret rapture. No, we need to be growing. We need to be a, militantly advancing, okay? And so do you know that some of you may unconsciously or consciously have come to a place where you grow and learn very little anymore? You know, as you grow older, a lot of people, they just quit reading, they quit learning, and their mind just gets lazy, okay? We don't want that to be the case. Yeah, we don't want that to be the case. And we tend to resist changes a lot of times. A lot of people just don't like change, you know? But we need change in our lives. We need change because change means growth, and growth needs to take place. When we get delivered from a spirit, we change, and growth takes place, Okay? And so we need to allow change to have that process in us because as you learn, you need to act on what you've learned, and that, that will cause change in your life when we act on it. You know, we act like we believe it. If we learn something about Jesus, then we, until we've acted on it, we haven't really believed it, right? You know, faith without works is dead. Faith without action, that's what that's saying. You've got to act like you believe what you read or what you heard or what we're hearing tonight. If you don't act like you're going to get delivered, then you're not going to ever get delivered. How, how, do, you, how do I mean act? Well, it means uh, when I start casting them out, you say, they're coming out of me, and you begin to let them come out, okay? You get out of agreement. You tell them they have to go. You tell them, I don't want you anymore. You can't stay in me. This is my year of deliverance. This is my day of deliverance. So we tend to resist change under the impression that uh, what we now have is the whole truth. Man, I know it. I remember my early days as a pastor. I used to think I knew it all. <laughs> but the, the, the more I've learned, the more I realize I know very little. And I'm still learning to this day, and I'm still going to keep learning until Jesus comes. I'm never going to quit. Hallelujah. As long as God's given me a good sound mind, which he has, and I claim it, and I will have it till he comes, 
claimed that Moses anointing that his uh, feet didn't, shoes didn't wear out, and his mind was sharp, and all that, et cetera, et cetera, until till he went on to be a Lord at 120. Hallelujah! But you can claim that, you know, you can claim the scripture, whatever's in the scripture that's true and right, you can claim it, right? And and, and activate your faith. Well, you say I don't believe that. Well, it isn't going to work for you then, you know, because as your faith is, be it unto you. That's what Jesus says, right? So we tend to resist change under the impression that what we have now is the whole truth and nothing but the truth, uh, which, uh, of course, cannot be valid because truth is living, and Christians should be ever learning living truth because Jesus is alive and his truth is alive. He says, uh, yeah, okay. See, the Christian with set and cemented beliefs will dangerously limit himself to hearing and receiving only what he currently believes. And what does the Bible say in 2 Timothy 2.15? It says, to study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Now, does this say only when you're a new Christian? Hello, I don't think so. Duh. It says, always study to show yourself approved, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. This is what a lot of people are leaving out today. They quit studying the word. They quit being diligent to learn. But, you know, we should always be learning until Jesus comes. You know, one thing about that Word of Faith camp, you know, that's uh, one camp of Christianity is uh, it isn't by, if it isn't by a Word of Faith minister or whatever, they won't, they won't read it. Well, that's wrong. This limits the viewpoints of their learning. You know, most Word of Faith people don't do true deliverance. I remember Kenneth Hagin came out and came against people like Owen Worley and Frank Hammond and did a satellite seminar. I remember seeing it years ago. He came out against deliverance. Okay, well, they, you know, they just mess themselves up and open themselves up to more demons when you do that, you know. You don't want to come against the Lord's ministry, whatever form that may take, okay. And, of course, the eschatology is off. But yet a, a lot of it is good, and, and I've learned things from uh, their books, too. But uh, it's not all there is. There's more. There's always more. You can't limit yourself, well, I'm a Baptist, I'll die a Baptist. No, hello, there's more than just Baptist. Did, did salvation come through a Baptist? No, it came through Jesus Christ. I don't. I didn't see uh, any name after Jesus. Jesus the Baptist. That was only John. He was. There was one Baptist in the Bible. That was John the Baptist, right? <laughs> okay. All right. Now I'm just knocking over some sacred cows tonight. Bear with me now, and maybe you need some knocked over tonight. I don't know. Especially if you have religious spirits, you're going to need some of them knocked over. Okay. Now there are a number of things that. Uh, strip Christians from growing and causes them to be unteachable. And some are unteachable, uh, maybe not uh, in just one area, maybe, or in several areas, but not all areas, but in some, and they don't even know it. Well, that's not healthy. Why? Because you look at things through colored glasses of only one color, when there may be many colors. Now, let's look at some of these things that, that stop growth tonight, that keep Christians from learning. I want to look at some spirits that stop spiritual growth here. You know, God wants you to grow. It says in Ephesians 4.15 that we're to grow up into Christ, into Him, in all things, that we might grow up into Him. Now, not, uh, you know, grow, not stagnate, right? Okay. Now, and, and just wait for Jesus to come. That's what a lot of people are doing. We're stagnating and waiting till Jesus comes within the four walls of our church. Yeah. No, <laughs> God has more to that. He has more than that for us. He wants us to ever be learning, ever growing in God. Okay, so let's look at some spirits that will stagnate and stop spiritual growth. Uh, double-mindedness. Double-mindedness. 
Remember what it says in James, the double-minded man is unstable in all his ways. Let not that man think that he shall receive anything from the Lord. So, you know, double-minded is a spirit that a lot of folks have. Well, you know, one minute they think God will do something, then the next minute, I don't think he's going to deliver me. I think these spirits are so big, they're so strong in me. How am I ever going to get delivered from them? And then the next minute, oh, yes, Jesus will deliver me, will deliver me. I I just believe he's going to deliver me. And then the next minute, I doubt if I'll ever get delivered from these spirits. You know, double-minded man's unstable in all his ways. Let's read Psalms 12, too. They speak vanity. Every one with his neighbor, with flattery lips, and with a double heart do they speak. A double heart. Uh-oh, what's a double heart? A double heart is an inconsistent mind, okay? You, you believe God one minute, then the next minute, well, I don't believe him. I don't, I don't think he could ever do anything for me. You know, a mind that cannot commit to truth because truth has never been consistent enough within them to take a hold. See, it's an inconsistent mind, Okay, it takes a truth for a while, but when it seems not to be true, this person vacillates to another belief, which is not true at all. Okay? I believe many people have come in for deliverance, and they got just enough deliverance to get offended. Okay? They didn't want any more, see, because it got stirred something, stirred something up in them, and, well, I don't want to go back for that. That stuff can't be real. That can't be right. You know? <laughs> and I never heard. Uh, they, they never came back for any more deliverance. They got one or two spirits out, and they got discouraged, or they didn't believe it, or, you know, they believed the lie of a devil. You know, they had inconsistent uh, thinking in their mind. They were double-minded, okay? And they didn't get any uh, lasting freedom, and they went back to having the same bondage as they had before, okay? Well, this is not a healthy way to live your life, okay? This person, he vacillates to another belief. This is not true at all. See, one belief to another. And I believe things will change. No, they probably won't change. Oh, I believe I'll get better. Oh, but I haven't, so I guess I'm not. (laughs) You may not know you're double-minded because double-mindedness perverts uh, and generates, uh, it perverts a mind, and it generates confusion and instability inside of you. And you might be unstable and not even know that you're unstable in your mind. You might be double-minded and not even know it because you've operated that way for so many years. It's just become a part of your personality. We need to pull in and pull that double-mindedness out of your personality, untangle, unwind it, and pull it up out of there so you're no longer in bondage to that double-mindedness. You know, if you have a lot of confusion, you may be double-minded, okay? And we may need to deal with that tonight for you, and we're going to deal with it if we have time tonight, okay? It can lead to serious physical and mental diseases, double-mindedness. I mean, you can, you know, one minute you do, one minute you don't. I mean, that's, uh, ooh, that could get pretty weird. After a while, you're living that way all the time. Usually there are conflicting and confusing thoughts in the thought life. You know, common traits of double-minded, pouting, huh? Yeah, indecision, a childish spirit. Well, I can't make up my mind. I don't know what to do. You know, fear, hiding out, trying to get away and hide, hide from people, hide out in your own home. Running from life, running from from your problems, you're unsure, you're troubled in your mind all the time, troubled in your mind, and many more. But these are just some examples of what will happen if you're double-minded, what might be going on in you, okay? Here's another thing, uh, undisciplined mind, that's another spirit, okay? Through an undisciplined mind, that's why you're not growing, not learning, because you have an undisciplined mind. See, until a mind is renewed, changed, and brought under discipline, it cannot truly be taught. You know, we have so many undisciplined people in the church today that just have that undisciplined spirit. 
in God's church. I'm talking about whether you go to church or not. I'm talking about the church, okay? And the church is people, right? And you, if you're a born-again Christian, you're part of the church, right? And so uh, the renewing process is ongoing. It's an ongoing endeavor, okay? And you need to have a, a disciplined mind, not an undisciplined mind, not a mind that just whatever, whatever, you know, <laughs> okay? So you, you, your mind must be controlled. It's either going to be by you, God, or demons. Which one are you going to let control it, Okay? I'm going to let God control my mind, okay? I'm not going to let the devil control it. I'm not going to let demons control it. Watch out for suggestions. Remember, we talked about suggestions. If you embrace a suggestion, it could bring you into great bondage, okay? Suggestions are not truths, but they have the ability to become a truth in your life, okay? A suggestion can be a seduction, okay? The, the, the woman we read you about, she was seduced into dying, and she died because she had a suggestion given to her, you know, by that uh, gypsy woman, right? Okay, so you can you can take a suggestion, and it's not true. It's a lie, of course, but it can become a truth in your life because you believed it and you received it and you wouldn't let go of it, and a demon enforced it and brought it to pass. See, satanic prophecies are like that. You know, you get a satanic prophecy, you know, he don't know the future necessarily what's going to happen at all. But if he prophesies it, he can bring it to pass, see, unless God intervenes and you break that thing. In the name of Jesus, see, Satan will prophesy something to the mind. It's a lie. It's an untruth. But if you embrace it, it can come to pass, see, because he can bring it to pass. And you say, wow, that must have been a true prophecy. Well, it was true because Satan spoke it, and he did it. See, demons spoke it, and they did it. That's how come it became true. You see how that works? See how that can be so subtle and dangerous to you? Okay. <laughs> All right. Won't you get that? He prophesies future events and personal circumstances, and then he brings them to pass, okay? And what he wants you to believe will come to pass, and then he brings them to pass because you embraced them, you believed them, and he was able to bring them to pass because you accepted them, okay? I don't accept things that come from demons, okay? You need to make up that in your mind. You're not going to accept things that come from demons either. Hallelujah. Amen. Don't accept things that come from demons, right? Oh, here's another spirit, a critical spirit, critical attitude, critical mind. Criticism cuts off God's blessing, okay? Criticism cuts off God's blessing. It stops them. And part of God's blessing is his teaching. He wants to teach you, okay? That's God's blessing. He wants to grow you. That's God's blessing, okay? No one always does things the way that you think it should be done. And then when it's not done the way you think it should be done, then you criticize them. Well, so-and-so didn't preach the right message, or so-and-so didn't do it right at work. and Well, that demon will definitely bring you into bondage, okay? A critical attitude, a critical mind, criticizing everything. Criticalness leads to judging. And what does the Bible say about judging? Judge not lest you be judged. You go around judging others, and look out, judgment going to come on you. Now, there are cases where we have to judge those who call themselves brothers, and they're fornicating, they're sinning, they're doing stuff they shouldn't be, yet they're still claiming to be a uh, preacher this or preacher that or brother this or sister that, you know. Hello, that needs to be judged. It says in Second Corinthians that we should judge that. Or is it First Corinthians? I forget. I have to look that one up in a little bit, but uh, if I have time. But criticalness leads to judging, and when you judge, you are judged. It is also a form of hatred. Okay, well, I don't like the way you do things. I don't like the way you are. Uh-oh, well, look out, look out, look out. You become critical. 
You become critical and you allow that spirit to get a hold in you. And you need deliverance now. Okay? Worry. Worry spirits are very, very prevalent in the church. Okay? We just join right in with the world and worry, worry all the time. Little worry warts. <clears throat> when you worry, excuse me, uh, when you worry, a form of fear, that's what worry is, right? And it's a spirit in the fear family. You, your growth is stunted and even stopped. Okay, giving in to worry demands that you stay in charge. I got to stay in control of the situation. I got to control it. I got to control, uh, and you control yourself by worrying <laughs> instead of allowing God to act and turning it over to Him. Why, isn't that why Jesus said, "Cast all your cares on Me, for I care for you." Be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, let your requests be made known to God. doesn't say stay up all night worrying about it, and uh, and then it'll be all taken care of. No, it says let it be known to God. Yeah? Cast it on the Lord. Be anxious for nothing, no thing. So worrying is a demon. Worrying is a worry devil, okay? And you need to get rid of that, okay? Because And you need to also get rid of what comes with it, like being in control, staying in charge, you know, uh, I gotta be in control. Uh-huh. Yeah, worry is a comfort in trials to people who worry. They just worry, worry, worry. But worry brings destruction spirits in. It brings destruction to internal organs. It brings sickness and even early death. It, it could keep you from being taught because it's bigger than God. Well, I'm worrying about it. I'm worrying about it. I'm worrying about this. You know, it becomes so big, it becomes bigger than God's Word, because you reject God's Word for your worry. When you worry, you say, well, I don't believe God. I don't believe He could take care of it. i got to worry about it. <laughs> i got to take matters into my own hand. I'm going to worry about it. Lie, 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 lie. You don't believe a lie. You don't believe a lie. And the demons are taking up residence because you're believing the lie that they gave you. You bought into it, and by buying into it, you just opened up a door. And the spirits came in and make their residence there. Don't be opening up those doors. You need to repent from that and close the door and cast the spirits out. Hallelujah. They get rid of that stuff. Next one is fear. Of course, worries in the fear family and fear, but fear is really one of the heads uh, of these type of uh, it's higher than than worry because fear brings on worry okay and and of course people who worry would never admit well i'm afraid well not never but some of them wouldn't admit that they're afraid but fear is behind it unnatural fears are tormentors sent from satan okay that's where it comes from okay first john 4:18 let's go over there i want to read that to you first john 4:18 first john 4:18 Hallelujah. This fear, a lot of people are in bondage in the church, and it's to something they don't have to be in bondage to. There is no fear in love, but perfect love casteth out fear, because fear has torment. He that feareth is not made perfect in love. See? Fear produces insecurity. You see that there? There is no fear in love. See, if you're secure in your walk with God, you don't walk in fear. Because perfect love casteth out fear. If you're abiding in his love, then you're not walking in fear. Okay? Because perfect love, you walk in that perfect love, the power of that love, it will cast out fear. You can cast it out through that love, through the name of Jesus, of course, because fear has torment. If you're walking in fear, you fear that something bad's going to happen to you. You fear sometimes that you deserve something bad to happen to you. Insecurity uses rationalism instead of realism. 
it draws loved ones into the same peril-ridden net. And it can freeze one into an inactivity where Satan works best, where demons work best, instead of action where God works. Okay? Faith without action what is dead, right? Okay? Fear can trap you for a lifetime if you let it. And I know people are in that trap. I know numbers of people over the years I've seen that are in the trap that didn't want to get delivered. They want to stay in their little trap of fear. Okay? And it's a trap. And many arrive... Uh, many people never, ever get out of that trap, never fully get out of it. It ruins people's ability to be happy and have fruitful, joy-filled lives, okay? I mean, God wants you to have a fruitful life and have the joy of the Lord. The joy of the Lord is our what? Strength, right? Well, they are unteachable because the fear, the feeling of fear, seems greater than faith, than the words of faith in the Word, Right? I feel the fear. I can't feel the faith, though. But I can feel the fear. You know, that's why. That's one of the reasons that so many people today are living by feelings instead of faith, because they feel, you know, certain things. And usually, if you feel it, uh, you know, a lot of times, not always, because you can feel God at times. You can get you can get the true feelings and experiences with God. Truly, there's nothing wrong with that as long as it is God, and you test the spirits, of course. But so many people are living by feeling today in the church today, and and it's messing up their ability to walk by faith because they, you know, I feel this, I feel that, I feel this, I feel that. And wait a minute, I believe this. Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Okay? Isn't that what it's supposed to be? Well, I feel the fear, but I can't feel the faith, so I'm just going to give in to the fear. See, Satan's chief tool is our feelings. God moves in the realm of trust, of faith, of the Spirit. But, see, Satan moves in the realm of what? The five senses. I taste it. I touch it. I hear it. I smell it. I feel it. Come on. You know? And that can bring us into bondage. If we give place to that all the time and uh, and we don't walk in, in, in the realm of faith, in the realm of trust, trusting Jesus. Okay, next. Next one. This one. Oh, my. I could do two broadcasts on this one alone, but I'm just going to touch on it tonight. Another time, maybe, maybe Lord willing, we can share on this. Denominational dogmas and religious deception, religious trappings, religious spirits, denominational spirits, dogmas, denominational dogmas, dogmas of religion, religious deception, religious spirits and trappings. These things will very quickly, very quickly bring one into bondage. Very Hello, they very quickly bring a person into bondage. And, and, you know, they may be in bondage right now because they won't let go of their religion. Because they have religious spirits. Because they were raised in religion. Okay? No wonder so many people hate religion today. They don't want anything to do with God because they were raised in religion, but not in the precious, precious blood and relationship of Jesus. They had religion, but they never found Him. You know? Oh, Lord have mercy. Let's read Galatians 5.1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherewith Christ has made us free, and be not entangled again with the yoke of bondage. That's the yoke of bondage of law, legalism, and religion, okay? That's what it's talking about here, in case you were wondering. <laughs> Galatians 2.4. Read that one to you also. And that because of false brethren, we read that earlier, brought in brethren unaware, brought in, who came in privily to spy out our liberty. See, that goes along with five 
uh, one as well, which we have in Christ. See, there's always somebody who wants to steal your liberty. Once you begin to live in grace and you begin to live that liberty life that God has for you, there's somebody who wants to steal it away, to bring you into bondage. Okay, and that's what religion will do. That's why Jesus had so much problem with religion because it was his greatest hindrance to what he wanted to do uh, as he walked the earth. Of course, he wanted to help those people get free, but the, that religious spirit wouldn't let him. You know, he said it makes them twice the child of hell. <laughs> oh Lord, have mercy! You know, if you come out of a denomination, then you're dangerous to liberty until you get free of that stuff. Why? Why is that? Well, preconceived teaching. Doctrines of man and denominationalism, denominational ways of doing things. We've got to do it this way. It's never been done any other way. That's the way we're going to do it, bless God. And you got stuck with that denominational devil, okay? It's easier to teach a, a rank, filthy sinner off the street. Somebody who's been down in the gutters, just like I was before Christ, right? Uh, maybe not you, but I was. I was just a rank, filthy sinner off the street, okay? And then God delivered me, set me free, brought me out of that. Okay, and uh, it's easier to help somebody like that than a rigid, religious, denominational person. You know, I'm a Methodist, and I'll always be a Methodist. I'll die a Methodist. Oh, can a Methodist get you into heaven, or is it Jesus? Which one's going to get you to heaven, that Methodist religion or Jesus Christ? Well, you don't understand. I was raised in Assembly of God, and I'm going to die in Assembly of God. You know, I'm a hard-pressed in the world assembly of God person, and I believe what they say, and they say a Christian can't have a demon. Bless God, then I don't have any demons. You understand me? <laughs> okay, well, hey, if you want to believe that, you go on and keep your demons, you know, but uh, hey, you keep them to yourself. Don't bring them over here unless you want them cast out, because I'll tell you what, uh, what man says is, a, is often a doctrine of man and a doctrine of demon. <clears throat> and it has nothing to do with the Word of God. It's just a form of religion, but it denies the power of God, what the Bible says about much of this stuff. So this is one of the toughest areas to get people free of. If they've had a lot of religion in their life, religious spirits, you know, they believe a lie, they accept a lie. Oh, some of them think, well, everybody's going to hell but me, you know. Everybody's going to hell but me. <laughs> well, I think some people would be surprised who's in heaven and who isn't, Okay. <laughs> All right, let's 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 move on past this one because we could go on on that one for a long time. All right, rebellion, vain imaginations, fantasy, delusions. This is another area: spirits of rebellion, spirits of vain imagination, spirits of fantasy, spirits of delusions. You think we have a lot of delusion today in the world? <laughs> you think a lot of Christians might be deluded, living in fantasy and vain imaginations? See, if you buy into a suggestion of the enemy, you know, I, was, I think I was saying Sunday in church that, you know, uh, that if you uh, believe or buy into a, uh, uh, a thought that the enemy plants in your mind, you have taken, a vain on, taken on a vain imagination. You know, you've taken on a vain imagination. And the Bible says casting down vain imaginations and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of Christ. So if you've got some vain imaginations, you need to cast them down and cast them out. Okay. See, a lot of things are believed in the mind that are simply one of these things and not the truth. Okay? Many Christians are kept occupied by fantasy and great delusions. Well, you know, that's one of the signs of the end times, isn't it? It's going to be a great delusion on the earth. Amen. Lisa? Yeah. Oh, you're back, brother. Uh, I... <laughs> 
Satan has kicked me out ten tonight. He didn't want this show to go on, but praise God, you're still preaching. Okay, so they're hearing me, but not you. That's okay. Uh, I they want to. I want to hear you anyway. I, I'm here to learn tonight. <laughs> well, you got something to say, brother? Please feel free when I hear you say it. Uh, I just wanted to tell people that uh, you are listening live to Omega Man Radio, but I have been knocked off 10 or 20 times. Praise God, though, we got a secure connection tonight for Pastor John. But I am in the chat room, and uh, this is an anointed message tonight, so praise the Lord for this. We've got about 20 minutes remaining. Uh, Keep on going, brother. Okay, thank you, brother. I appreciate you having me on. and appreciate being able to share with you audience here tonight, and uh, I believe these are things that, that people need to hear, you know, because Amen. I believe it'll help them. I believe it will, because that's what I'm here for, is to help you. You know, that's what that's my ministry, just to help people and get them delivered and, and help them see truth and present the truth from the Word of God the best I can by His Spirit. Amen. Okay, these things, you know, stop them from receiving the real truth. When you have a delusion, you can't hear the real truth, because you're deluded. A rebellion. What, is, what does it say about rebellion? Rebellion is as witchcraft. So if you're walking in rebellion, then you've got a, probably got a witchcraft spirit too, right? <laughs> okay, well, we talked about the spirit of rebellion, vain imagination, fantasy, and delusions. Okay, these are spirits that will stop you from growing, and, and we want to keep growing, right? That's, that's the key. We've got to keep growing in grace, growing in God until Jesus comes. And so here, let's look at the next, next section is uh, number eight. We'll look at some more areas here. Unforgiveness, bitterness, roots of bitterness, jealousy, and envy. These spirits will definitely quench your growth. They will. They'll stop you from growing. If you feel that you have ought against somebody, you've got to stop and forgive them. You've got to just say, hey, I'm not going to live another day until I let this go. I'm not going to live another minute until I let this go. I'm going to let it go now. Lord Jesus, I forgive them. They don't deserve it. I don't even like them, Lord, but I forgive them by the grace of God as an act of my will. I let go of this bitterness. I let go of this root of bitterness. I let go of this envy, this uh, green with envy demon, and I'm letting go of it, and I'm going to get delivered from it. Hallelujah. I repent for it. It's out of me. Now, you can't grow until you let go of yesterday, too, you know. You've got to let go of yesterday. You've got to let go of things that happened last year (laughs) and the year before and the year before and of things that you hold against other people. Well, so-and-so, they treated me badly. Well, okay, let go of it. Let go of it, because you know what? It's hurting you badly still. It's going to keep hurting you badly until you let go of it. It's not hurting them. They did it. They forgot about it. Most people, they're insensitive anyway. They don't know they're even hurting you a lot of times. They don't know what they said that hurt your feelings. They don't know what they said that messed up your life many times. Other times, people do it because they're under the influence of demons. Remember what the Bible says, we wrestle not with what? Flesh and blood, but again, principalities, powers, wicked spirit, you know, and on and on. But, you know, you recognize where it comes from. The devil knew how to pull your button, press your button, pull your string, ring your chime, whatever you want to call it. He knew how to get to you. And that's why you're dealing with it now. That's why you're having a problem now, because he knew your weak spot, because he's been observing you. He observed your parents. He observed your grandparents. Demons have been in your family line since Adam, okay? And they've been watching how your family line acts. And they've been setting you guys up in your family line, my family line, for failure, for problems, ever since we were born, okay? And we we were born with spirits attached, okay? So to our family line, to generational spirit. So, so we got to realize 
that we have areas that the enemy knows where to hit us at, and we got to develop strong areas there, lest he gets to us, lest we become ignorant of his devices, you know. The Bible says we're not to be ignorant of his devices, but this is a device of Satan I'm telling you about right now. So you need to forgive. You need to dig up. Uh, you need to dig up or allow to be dug up that root of bitterness. And once you dig it up, you throw it out, okay? Cast it out. Get rid of it. Forgive and you'll be forgiven, okay? So now, can you see why maybe perhaps you've stopped growing in certain areas? Because you've picked up these spirits or you have had these spirits while you've been unteachable in certain areas of your life. You've been stubborn. You've been un where you wouldn't learn. Can we have an adjustment tonight? Can tomorrow be a better day? Will you get back on the road to growth again? Can we get rid of some of these spirits tonight? Hallelujah. I think it's time to do some more deliverance. Amen. Let's let's Amen. get rid of some stuff. Let's do a little more deliverance here for the last few minutes of the show. Uh, uh last few minutes of this two hour session that we're in here. Uh I want to share a little more deliverance with you tonight. I know that some of you've gotten free from some things tonight, but let's deal with these areas that I talked about, these stunting growth spirits that stop you from growing in God. Okay? Uh, hallelujah. I remember uh, there was a I was doing deliverance a deliverance seminar in North Carolina, and a young woman went down to the floor. She screamed as the spirits came out of her. She was a very beautiful young woman in her twenties, and and a lot of the young people in the church looked up to her. You know the teenagers and stuff, and and she was getting delivered. She humbled herself and was up there getting deliverance and went down on the floor, and spirits were coming out of her. And as they were coming out of her and causing her pain, they began to tear her some and cause some pain. But after she was freed from a number of these spirits, and, of course, the tearing just lasts during deliverance, and it goes away, of course, after deliverance, uh, for those of you who didn't know that, but uh, just thought I'd throw that in so for your knowledge. But after she was freed from a number of spirits, all the kids and the teenagers in the church, they came up, for the rest of the meetings, every night they came up and, and up front and sat on the floor around me as I ministered deliverance, and they got lots of deliverance as well, the teenagers. One teenager, she shook all over. Her body was just shaking like a leaf, you know, as, as the spirits of rejection came out of her. Hallelujah. You know, so, you know, I've seen so much deliverance in my life, and I hope to see much more as I continue to do this. And uh, so you can get you know, deliverance Pastor John. There is no better um, sound than the sound of a demon screaming, and it is coming out in Jesus' name. That's right, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> uh, and the, the people here, they said, please, we need more. Um, okay. So I've got some buffers over here. just depends on how you feel. Take okay, all the time well, you need. Uh, but before you go forward, uh, give out your contact information for those just tuning in. Okay, yeah. Uh, we uh, I'm a pastor. I've pastored for 27 years now and uh, done deliverance for 26 years. Uh, uh, thank God they used me that way. So we have uh, a website. Uh, we're still working on it, improving it uh, little by little. Uh, theoasisplace.org, the theoasisplace.org, okay? Uh, so just uh, type that into your search engine, and we have tapes and a couple of books available on there. Uh, one tape I recommend is uh, Deadly Devices. I believe that's what it is. I do deliverance on the whole side, too, of that tape, and you can just sit there and turn that on and get deliverance. Uh, that'll help you. I know that it's helped a lot of people. They just turn it on and get deliverance with the tape as I'm casting them out. So I encourage you to go to theoasisplace.org 
And you can also contact me through email there as well. Or you can come to church in Billings, Montana, where we pastor. All right. Well, let's go ahead and do some mass delivered, brother. You ready for the doing some more? Amen. All right. You take Okay. It. Let's go ahead and deal with some of these things that will stunt growth. Let's, let's especially deal with this double-mindedness. You know, I tell you, I see that too much. Double-minded. One minute they believe God can do it, and then the next minute they think the devil's bigger than God. So let's deal with that double-mindedness tonight. We just command that double-mindedness. Come out, 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 all the way out. All that double-minded spirit. We break that curse of double-mindedness. You come up out of there. All the way up out of there. Come on, all that double-minded spirit. One minute you believe God's going to change your life, the next minute you think, well, you're a hopeless case. Well, what a liar that spirit is. What a liar that spirit is. You dirty, lying devil, you come out of there right now. Come out of there. All that double-mindedness, you come out. All you stunning, gross spirit of double-mindedness, you come out, 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 out. Everybody's cough. Let it out of there. All that double-mindedness, come out. Come out, 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 out. All that double-minded spirit, that's akin to unbelief. Unbelief, you come out too. All that unbelief, unbelief, you come out of there. All the way out. You think your God is, uh, can can do just so much, but probably wouldn't do it for you. You know, All that unbelief, your God's too small. All the way out of there. Come on, all that unbelief. You're limiting God in your life. All that double-mindedness and unbelief spirit. Come out, 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 out. All the way up out of there. Come out of there, double-mindedness. Come out of there, unbelief. All the way out. We break your hold tonight. We break your grip on people's lives. Out, 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 out. All the way out. Come on. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. Up and out. All the way out. Take a deep breath. Blow him out of there. All the way out. All the blast him out of there. All the way out by the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out, all the way out. Everybody say this. I'm not in agreement with you, double-mindedness. I break your grip on my life. You come out of my mind now. I will not tolerate you another day. Out. Come out of me in Jesus' name. All right. Come out, 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 out. You heard that, Damien. Now come out of there. Come out of there. You've lost your hold. You've lost your grip. All that double-mindedness, all that unbelief. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Every one of those double-minded spirits come out, 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 all the way out. All that undisciplined mind spirit, you come out. Undisciplined mind, that undisciplined spirit that won't let you have a functioning mind. Your mind just wanders all the time, can't be disciplined, can't function properly. All that undisciplined spirit, come out of the mind. Come out of the mind. Come on, undisciplined mind. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, all the way out. Once you get the spirit out, then you say, I bring my mind under discipline. You will do what I tell you to do. You will function according to the word of God. All right, you tell your mind those things. Again, get in front of that mirror. Maybe you ought to keep a mirror on your desk. I'm not saying get vain, but I'm saying you speak into that. You tell yourself in that mirror what's going to be. Don't let those demons dictate you to you anymore, okay? Uh, I have a little mirror. <laughs> There's nothing wrong with having a mirror for this purpose. I'm not talking about vanity here, and maybe you need to get that spirit out too, but I'm talking about, you know, you telling the demons, you telling you how it's going to be through the Spirit of God, okay? Hallelujah. So all those undisciplined spirits come out, 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 out,
all the way out. All those seducing spirits in the mind, seduction in the mind, come out out of which is a suggestion, remember, can be a seduction. All that come out of there, all those seductions, come out, 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 all the way out in the name of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, all the way out. All the way out, all the way up out of there, all that seduction in the mind. Come out, seducing spirits. You go right now, seducing in the mind, seducing your mind. Come out, 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 out. Demonic suggestion spirits trying to plant themselves. You go in the name of Jesus. Go by the blood of Jesus. Go in Jesus' name. All the way, up and out of there. We break your hole. We send the mighty angels against you, spirits. You go. Pull them up out of there. Drag them up out of there. Cut them and slice them with the sword. In Jesus' name. Out, 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 out. The word of God said, in my name you shall cast out devils. Not play with them, but cast them out. And we cast you out. In Jesus' name. That critical spirit, you come out. That critical attitude, critical mind spirit, criticism spirit, come out. Come out, 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 out. Out, 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 Everybody cough <coughs> all the way out. Out, 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 All that critical spirit got to go. Come on, criticizing, uh, finding fault with people and criticizing everything about them. Come out, 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 or criticizing this and that. Finding fault with Brother Shannon, finding fault with me, finding fault with the other ministers on this show. He's finding, looking for what's wrong with them instead of what's right with them. You come out of there. You're just a demon. You come out. You come out, 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 all the way out, all the way up out of there. All those critical spirits come out, all the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. You have to go. Come on, all those critical spirits, all the way up out of there. Come out. Come on, critical spirits, I bind you. I bind you. Come out, 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 by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all the way out. All the way up out of there. Go, 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 go. Yeah, you tell it. I'm not in agreement with you. You have to go. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All worry spirits, you come out. All that worry. All that worry, come on up out of there. That worry, that anxiety, that stressful spirit, come out, 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 all the way out. Come on, all those worry spirits, you have to go. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all those worry, come out. All that worry, all that worry, come on, up and out of there, up and out of there, all the way out, all the way up out of there. Come out, come out, come out, worry. Come on, we break the curse of worry. We break the control of worry. We break that spirit of being in control. You have to be in control so you worry yourself all the time. Oh, you come out of their control, spirit. We break that control. i got to be in control. No, you don't, devil. You come out of there. You come out of there right now. Come out, 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 All the way out. All that control, all that worry, come on, all the way out, all the way out. I thought the Holy Spirit was supposed to be in control, isn't that right? Come out of there. Come on, all the way up out of there, all that worry, all that worry, all that worry, all that worry. I'm going to bring destruction to your body. You come out of there. Come on, you can't destroy us. You have to go all the way out, all the way out, 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 all the way out. All that worry has to go by the blood of Jesus. The name of Jesus. Yes, the devil is defeated. The demons are defeated through the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. Yes, no weapon formed against you. No weapon formed against me shall shall prosper. Right? You believe that? You got to believe it. This is the word of God. It cannot fail unless you don't believe it. 
And, of course, the word won't fail, but it might fail to work in your life because you're in unbelief, right? Okay, fear. All that fear, come out. Unnatural fears, fears, tormentors, come out. All the way out, all that fear. Come out, 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 out. All that fear, fear of the future, fear of what's going to happen to you, fear, fear of sickness, fear of disease. Come out, 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 out. All that fear, come on, all the way out. All the way up out of there. You have to go, fear. You have to go in Jesus' holy name, yeah, Jesus' wonderful name. Come out, 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 out. All the way out, all the way up out of there. Come on, all the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. In Jesus' name, all that fear, come out. Come out, fear. Come out, fear. Come out, fear. Come on, all those fear spirits have to go all the way out. All the way up out of there. All those fear spirits go in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus. Come out, 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 out. Come on, all the way. You don't need that feeling that fear gives you, that terror, that terrorizing. Come on, that terrorizing spirit. You come out, terrorizing, being terrorized. We break that curse of being terrorized. You come out of there, terror, that night terror, that holy terror that you call it, holy terror. You come out of there, 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 out of there. Come on, all those terrors, come out. Come out. Yeah, we are holy terror to the devil, that's right, but all those terrors that are not of God, you come out of there right now, all the way out. All the way out. Come out, 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 out. All that horror. All that horror from watching too many horror movies. Come out of there. Horror. Horror. Come out. Horror. 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 Come out. All those horror movie spirits. All those horror spirits. Come out, 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 out. Out, out, out. Afraid. Fearful. All the way out. Afraid of things that go bump in the night. Come out. Come out, 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 out. All the way. By the blood of Jesus. Breathe it out. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Cough it out. Yawn it out. Scream it out. Sigh it out. However it wants to come out, let it out. All the way out. Uh, we bind this spirit from hurting anybody, tearing anybody. You have to just come out of there. You've been commanded out. We send the mighty warring angels in Jesus' name to pull those spirits out right now in Jesus' name. And if they're stubborn, take them to Tartarus. If they want to be stubborn, they want to put up a big fight, well, you just go to the low place. We'll send you to the low place tonight. How's that? You go in Jesus' name all the way out. Out, 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 all the way out, all the way out by the blood of Jesus. Those religious spirits, we come against you now. Come out. All that denominationalism, denominational spirit, dogma, religious spirit, deception, and religious trapping spirits. Come out, 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 religious spirits. Yes, 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 yes. You have to go. All that upbringing in the doctrine of demons. You come out, 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 out. Yeah, you may have learned some good things about the Word of God and Jesus and stuff like that. I'm not discounting that. Don't misunderstand me. But I'm talking about the doctrines of devil, the doctrines of man that is within the denomination, which every denomination has some uh, some doctrines of men, doctrines of demons within it, because they're tainted by man and they're tainted by devils. Okay, there's no pure uh, thing in denominationalism today that's totally pure. Okay, even the best is not totally pure. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, I'm not putting everybody down. You know, don't think that. I'm not trying to do that because some people learn stuff in Sunday school that has stuck with them all their life that has helped them. Okay, they've learned scripture and they've learned things like that. You know, that's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to put down that. I'm just talking about the doctrine of devil part and the denominationalism that is the doctrine of man or whatever, the divided thing. 
and that thing is a religious spirit that basically tries to destroy the things of God and makes you have to earn it and work for it and all of that that is under Old Covenant, not under New Covenant, okay? All right, religious spirits come out, 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 out. Come on, all that denominational spirit, that religious spirit, the Baptist spirit, the Methodist spirit, whatever it may be, you come out, 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 out. All the way out. We break those sacred cow spirits in Jesus' name. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Rebellion. You come out. Rebellion and vain imagination spirits and fantasy spirits and delusion. Those mental delusions, those deluded spirits. You come out that delude people and have make them have delusions of something that's not scriptural. You come out, 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 all that delusion. Come out, come on, mental delusions. Come out, 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 out of the mind. Come on, all the way out, all the way out. Some people, they live in a fantasy world because the spirits have set up a fantasy for them to live in, and they're not in touch with true reality. Everything has to flow through this fantasy world that they live in, and that is a demon brothers and sisters, and you need to get rid of that if you're living in that kind of a spirit. And sometimes you don't know you're under the influence of that spirit until it's gone. So if you think you might have it, we're going to get it out tonight, okay? Come out of their delusion, fantasy spirit, living in a fantasy world. Come out, 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 out. In fact, America lives in a fantasy world because people were raised on TV, okay? That's a fantasy world. That's not reality. You know, there's so much fantasy coming out of the television, out of Hollywood, that people actually embrace that mindset. They embrace a delusion uh, of demons. And they think life has to be like television or like Hollywood or like movies, and that's a lie. And therefore, they live in a fantasy, and they pick up fantasy demons through that, okay? And so they're out of touch with true reality, and therefore, when life doesn't turn out the way Hollywood presents it, then they have... Uh, they have problems, they have breakdowns, they have uh, uh, stress in their lives and difficulties, okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? So come out of there. Come on, all fantasy, Hollywood fantasy, delusion, things that were, uh, you know, pasted on us through the public school, government school system, or through Hollywood, or through uh, through books that we may have read, novel books, you know, uh, romance novels, whatever it may be. And come out, 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 science fiction, out, 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 all that fantasy. Come up out of there. Come on, move, 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 move. Come on, let it go. You got to let it go. You got to let it go. You got to say, I don't want you anymore. Okay, I don't want to be deluded. I don't want to live in fantasy. I reject you in the name of Jesus. Come out of me. 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 Yeah, there you go. There you go. Let it go. Up and out of there. Up and out of there. Up and out of there by the blood of Jesus. Cough a few times. <laughs> all the way out of there. All the way out of there. All the way. All the way. Yes, all the way. You're coming all the way out. You're a liar. You're a liar. You can't stay there anymore. You've lost your house. Come out. Come out. Out, 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 all the way out by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all the way out, all the way up out of there. Come out, 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 up and out of there. Come on, all the way out of there, all the way up out of there, all the way up out of there. Come on, all the way out. Go, fantasy, go, fantasy, go, delusion, go, vain imagination, go, rebellion, go, 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 out, 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 all the way out by the blood of Jesus. By the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, by the blood of Jesus, go in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Keep coming out, keep coming out. Some of them will come out after you off, after I'm off here and you're in your bed tonight. Maybe some spirits will come out. We've had them leave people when they've left deliverance sessions. Uh, when they're driving home in their car, spirits come out. Or when they lay up bed at night. After they've been called out, they have to go. You hear me, devil? You have to go. That's right. That's right. You have to keep coming out. Keep coming out. Keep coming out. Yes. Yes, keep coming out. Every one of you, keep coming out. Unforgiveness, bitterness, roots of bitterness, jealousy, envy, come out. These are the last five I'm going to deal with unless the Lord showed me something else. Come out. Come on. These, come out of there. Come on. Unforgiveness, bitterness, roots of bitterness, jealousy, envy. Come on. Up out of there. 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 All the way up out of there. Come out. 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 Come out, come out, come out, come out, 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 out. Come on. You forgive them. Yeah, you release them. All that bitterness has to go. Come on, we pull that root out of there, that root of ugliness, that root of bitterness. Come on, all the way out. All that jealousy, all that envy. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. You have to go. You've lost your house. He doesn't belong to you. She doesn't belong to you. All the way out of there. All the way up out of there by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus. Keep coming. Keep coming. Yes, you will. Don't be stubborn. You've lost your house. You don't belong there anymore. Now come out of there. Come out of there. All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. Take a deep breath. Let it out. (sighs) All the way. Yes, let it out. All the way out from the root. I break your grip on people's minds. You let go of their minds. Let go of their minds. Come all the way out. All the way out. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, you have to go. Keep coming out. 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 All the way out. All the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Every one of you has to go. All that envy. All that envy. Envy of that person at work. Envy of that person that you know and church or whatever you come out 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 all that envy all that jealousy come out 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 all the way out up and out of there up and out of there one other one i'll deal with for a stop is witchcraft because rebellion is as witchcraft and so it wouldn't be complete if we didn't deal with witchcraft so we just break generational witchcraft you may not have done it but your generation did okay so we break that witchcraft right now and if you did it, we'll get it out of you there too, you know, whether it be generational or familiar or or you did it something in witchcraft or the occult. Come out, 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 out. All witchcraft. Go, go, go. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all the way out. All witchcraft has to go in Jesus' name. All witchcraft has to go. By the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, come out of there. Come out, 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 out. All the way out. Yes, you will. You have to go. You're defeated. We break it to the tenth generation. All the way back. Come on. You gotta go. You gotta come out. Come on. All those witchcraft spirits. We're talking to you. Yeah. You know who you are. Come out of there. Come out. 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 Jesus' name by the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is against you, demons. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood. The blood of Jesus. All the way out, all the way up out of there. Come out of the body, come out of the mind. Come out of the, come on, all the way. Come on, every bit of it, every bit of it, every bit of that witchcraft. Keep coming out, keep coming out. In the name of Jesus, the blood of Jesus, you have to go. We rip you out of there in the name of Jesus. 
all that witchcraft, go. All those occult spirits, all that generational occult, come out. All that generational occult, come on, all the way out, all the way out, all the way up out of there. All the way up out of there. Yes, you will. You are defeated. Jesus defeated you, rendered you powerless 2,000 years ago. Yes, he did, he did, he did. You have to go all the way out. Yes, yes, you do. The Bible says the Lord sits in the heaven and laughs. Ha, 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 you're defeated. You know you are. You come out of there. Come on, all the way out. Every one of you has to go. Every one of you has to go by the blood of Jesus, the name of Jesus, all the way out. All the way out. All the way up out of there. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Oh, yes. Every one of those occult witchcraft spirits. All the way out. We break those curses. Break those curses of masonry. Come on, all the way out, masonry, go, 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 by the blood of Jesus, masonry has to go too, all the way out, thank you Jesus, thank you Jesus, thank you for my brothers and sisters listening tonight, I bless them in Jesus' name, by the blood of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, and ask you to seal this deliverance to them in, in Jesus' name, I ask you to seal what they've got tonight, and they keep getting more, and any spirit that's uh, not coming out tonight. We just thank you, Lord, that it'll be bound until we do deal with it again. But the rest of them just have to go. And Lord, we thank you for their deliverance tonight. I ask you to seal it to them and fill them with your word, fill them with your grace, fill them with the knowledge of Jesus Christ and the Word of God, Lord, as they as they start this new year, Father, with a uh, uh, Lord, with a fresh attitude, knowing that they don't have to live life at toleration level anymore, but they can live it in victory. And they can be overcomers, Father. We thank you for blessing them tonight. In Jesus' name, we thank you and give you all the praise, all the glory. And uh, we thank you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Pastor John, what a fantastic sermon tonight in Mass Deliverance. Um, Numerous people in the chat room uh, anxious to get this MP3. Listen to it again. Send it around. And that's what it's all about. Give out your contact information again, please, how people can contact you and order your material. Yes, theoasisplace.org, P-H-E-O-A-S-I-S-P-L-A-C-E.org. That's how you can reach me, too, through email from that site. And I appreciate you listening. appreciate you visiting the site, too. And appreciate uh, you ordering the material if you decide to do that. But I'm not doing this just for you to order materials. I just want to make it available to you if you want it. Amen. Praise God. Pastor Kyle, are you available next Thursday? Uh, I believe I will be. All right, brother. We're looking forward to having you back next Thursday. God bless you tonight. All right. Thank you, Brother Shannon, and bless you. I've been praying for you. We'll keep praying for you, brother. Thank you, brother. God bless Uh you. We'll see you next week. All right. Bye-bye. Folks, that was Pastor John Kyle. I would encourage you to uh, contact him. If you enjoyed this program, let him know. And uh, I'm sorry that uh, my Internet connection has been bad, but, hey, I came out to listen to Pastor John tonight, and um, I praise God for him. We'll have a program tomorrow night, Pastor John Franklin. We're going to be having a uh, three-day deliverance conference televised or broadcast over the Internet tomorrow, and then we'll have uh, Saturday, Sunday, course, Saturday, Sunday evening, we're going to have Dr. Pat Holliday, Miracle Internet Church. And uh, we've got uh, programs lined up for you next week as well. So praise God, everyone, and I uh, want to thank you for supporting the ministry here. I'd uh, love to hear from you. Uh, my contact is Shannon at OmegaManRadio.com. 
Uh, you can, of course, download all the archives are for free at blogtalkradio.com slash omegamanradio.rss. Facebook is Omega Man Radio. Write in and let me uh, hear from you. God bless every one of you tonight. <laughs>